Hi, welcome to the Mastermind Project podcast. My name is Brian McRae. I'm the founder of the Mastermind Project. And this podcast is intended to help you grow as a leader, to grow in productivity, and also to grow in relationships. Those are the three topics that we will always talk about here at the Mastermind Project. Chances are you're a small business owner or maybe a commissioned sales professional and you're looking to grow. And we know that growth doesn't happen accidentally. It happens intentionally. So once a month, we host an event designed to help givers grow. And so that's what we're here for. And this podcast is taken from a general session of a portion of our live event, uh, which we've now gone to virtual uh, as of 2020. So if you're comfortable, please join us. Feel free to join us. And you can go to www.brianckmcrae.com. And you can register for our next event, which is the third Thursday of the month. So sit back and enjoy the shared learning experience here of the Mastermind Project. All right, so we're gonna get down some uh, nitty gritty stuff here. I got two quick questions for you. Are you in sales? Raise your hand if you're in sales. Good, all right, keep them up, keep them up, keep them up. If you're in sales, keep it up. Most of you in this room are. Uh, so the next question I have for you, if you're a leader, keep your hand up. That was a trick question. Now some of you, some of you said I'm not in sales and then raise your hand for leader, okay. Guys, I, um, I wanna talk about a couple things today. How would you define leadership? Yeah, I didn't tell you. you can, MJ, you can't put your hand down. <laughs> All right, how would you define leadership? By the way, it's called a mastermind event because we share ideas, so participation is good. Dan? The ability to inspire others, that's good, yes. Lead by example, who else? Yes, Chad. Inspire, empower, good, I like it. Anybody else? George? Using your influence, wow, man, this is a good room. <laughs> yeah, see, I, somebody, yeah, somebody's taking notes on that one. So, guys, um, leadership, in my opinion, is, well, let, you, you mentioned influence. What is influence? Who wants to tackle that one? What is influence? Ability to cause change. I love it. Good. Anybody else? What is influence? Stephen. To flow in. That is probably the Greek version. The Greek, is that right? Influence. By the way, there is a guy by the name of John Maxwell. His name's been mentioned a couple times. He mentioned that leadership is influence. Now, I don't have the perfect definition of influence, but this is mine, and it seems to serve. The influence is the ability to impact the way a person or persons think, feel, or act. Do you guys agree with that? Where does that apply? Where does influence apply? Everywhere. Everywhere. Guys, here's the point. Everybody in this room is in a, let me rephrase. Most everyone in this room, statistically speaking, is in a, in a, in a pay for performance position. Now, by the way, I think even if you're honest, and what that means is you're probably on commission or you own your own business. Statistically speaking, 85% of you are in that role. And by the way, you also have to perform if you've got a salary, so I think influence is important. But my personal opinion is no matter where you're at in the chain, in, in, on the ladder at work, you're a leader. 
because you have the ability to influence people. We're going to spend some time on the influence side of things, specifically the, the thinking, feeling, and acting. In Greg's book, they talked a lot about mindset, and that's, frankly, it is a phenomenal thing to, sp to focus on because I don't think you can focus on it enough. But in the time that we spent together in this room, we've covered a couple of things. And in my opinion, the, a radically referable mindset, because if we're in sales and our job, who else do we influence when we're in sales? Clients, vendors, we're influencing at a 360 degree. So we're influencing the people we work with, other sales professionals in our organization. We're influencing our clients. Now, by the way, if influence is the ability to impact the way a person thinks, feels, or acts, what must be happening if you're going to be in sales? If you're going to be successful in sales? Help others. But if you're going to, now, by the way, what, if, if you're a leader, how do you know if you're a leader? If you just look over your shoulder. <laughs> look over your shoulder. Is somebody following you? So here's the question. My humble opinion, Brian McRae opinion, sales is leadership. And our ability to develop our leadership skills is imperative. Now, I'm going to share some things with you. And I don't, by the way, I don't have life figured out. I'm on the journey just like you are. But what I love about this group is that we feed off of each other. And I'm going to share a couple things with you that we've talked about. There's three specific things that I think help build a radically referable mindset. Now, by the way, here's what I mean by radically referable. Radically referable is really simply that you have enough business coming in that you are not fearing for your future. And that business is built not just on the competence that you bring to the marketplace, but the character that you display in your profession and in life. That's my opinion. And since I made up the term radically referable, I get to define it. So that's just what we're going to go with. All right. But there's three things that I've learned. Now, by the way, I've been running this event for seven years. And I honestly, I want to say thank you. If it weren't for you, I don't, this is my accountability. You are my personal development plan. Because guess what? We got an event in a couple weeks. And we got to deliver some value. So I'm going to share a couple things that I've learned in the position of, be, of, of being accountable, and it's a vision. There's a phrase, uh, there's a phrase uh, in a, in, comes out of scripture. It says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. But when the desire comes, it's like the tree of life. It's interesting whether I'm talking to people and they are looking uh, to join our company or whether it's a coaching client. If you ask them what they want, guess what they say? What's the most common answer about what, what, what do you want? Success. You'll get a varying degree of answers, but guess what? It's not very well defined. Now, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on vision today because we've talked about vision. I talked about the radically referable vision story in an earlier session this year. Eight questions I think every business owner needs to ask themselves. And when I say business owner, if you're in a commission position, I think you're a business owner. Now, some of the owners of the company might think it, but if you're in a performance pay and you've got to develop yourself, so vision. I think you've got to be influenced. Why do I say that? Why, why would you need to be influenced if you want to have a radically referable mindset? Listen? Yes, you have to listen. That's a great, yeah. In order to be influential, you must be influenced. So what's influencing you? And I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that today, but I'll just give you one, because and, and, Nick covered a lot of great things. And you can, 
But I would just suggest one habit stack. Consume at least 15 minutes of nonfiction material a day. That supports the person that you want to be or the things that you want to do or the things that you want to have in your vision story. So spend 15, it's not huge, because I can promise you, statistically speaking, you're spending at least 15 minutes a day on chat snaps and book face, whatever it's called these days. <laughs> All right. But what I want to do is uh, I want to talk. It's interesting. I read Greg's book. And there's another verse um, out of Scripture, which, by the way, this is a faith-friendly audience. I'm not trying to push faith on anyone, but um, it, it's, a, it's the best-selling book of all time. And there's a verse in there that says, be transformed. First of all, what does transform mean? Be changed. Be changed. Because I can tell you, I can promise you one thing. You got a vision, and you're here. Guess what's going to have to happen for you to accomplish that vision? Change. So we got to change. And it says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Now, by the way, our mind is how we think, how we feel, how we act, essentially. It, it drives everything. So it's how we think, which drives how we feel, which drives how we act. So here's what I'm telling you. This is just my personal opinion. I was having a conversation with Derek in the back earlier. And if you want to have a radically referable business, again, we talk about referrals. How many of you want more referrals? Raise your hand. I'm going to cover a couple. Yeah, good. Most everybody does. Why do we want them? It's the least expensive and most fulfilling way to do business from a dollar standpoint. It doesn't take a lot to acquire a referral. It takes a lot of effort. And in my opinion, it, be, it comes through enlightened self-interest, working on you harder than you're working on your job. So the renewing of your mind. I want to spend a few minutes on this, and I'm going to give you just some best practices. Anybody up for a challenge to renew their mind, to help them grow their business? Yes. All right, grab a journal. And you're going to say, ugh, journaling. OK, guys, what I want to do is I want to dive down. It's, this is not how well you know. This is how well you do. Some of you are saying, I know how to journal. Well, are you doing it? So what we're going to do is just spend a few minutes on this. Grab a pen, grab a piece of paper. You may not have a book. How many of you have a journal? Hold it up. Hold up. Let, let's see the journal. Oh, when you show up at an event and people bring their journal, I love it. All right, if you don't have one, that's okay. Borrow a piece of paper from the person next to you. All right, three, two, one, journal. Now, by the way, I've covered this with some coaching clients and some of the folks that I'm mentoring, and this specific thing, this little habit, because as I find in, in whenever I'm trying to help somebody, this is one practice that I think you can put in your habit stack that will make a significant difference. And by the way, it's not just an opinion because it is statistically, scientifically proven that it works. Now, by the way, the things I'm going to talk about are what are proven. The three, two, one is just my, how I share it. So please, it's not, Brian McRae's three, two, one is not scientifically proven, but the habits within it. I just want to make sure nobody walks out of here thinking Brian's a scientist, so. All right, it's three, two, one. It's very simple. I'd recommend in the morning, Nick talked about savers. This is what I took after reading The, mor uh, the Morning Miracle. The first thing I want you to do is I want you to write down at least three things. At least three things that you're grateful for. All right. Let's actually do that. So when I say write down three things, go actually just go ahead and do it. So what does it feel? How many of you, how many of you love the gratitude exercise? Okay. What do you love about it? Somebody. 
Always feel good. Amy. Okay, you're advanced like degrees 501 gratitude. All right, yes. Gratitude for things that haven't occurred yet. Guys, I, I'm going I'm to hit the pause button. You can go, go look, go type in gratitude and watch some videos. And I will tell you, this may be the most powerful emotion that you can have. Because I'm going to tell you what, I think it's also, I also believe that it's going to be our defense against what's happening at this time in human history. Now, here's what I mean. I don't want to get too grandiose here, but anybody have technology impacting their business? Raise your hand. Mortgage, I'm in the mortgage business. It's coming. I don't care what industry you're in, you're going to get disrupted. I can promise you you are. This is your defense because I can tell you that that computer doesn't have emotion. You spend time in gratitude, you develop an EQ that is not beatable by a machine. So, gratitude, you write three things down. Let me give you, you're going to end up study after study. Uh, Sean Acor is one of my favorites. There's all kinds of people out there that have talked about, there's this, this whole movement in positive psychology. Sean Acor is kind of in the middle of that. Um, but he just, uh, in, in, in one of his uh, books, he said, if you write down three things that you're grateful for. Now, by the way, they have to be new. I had somebody recently tell me, yeah, I write down three things every day. I'm grateful for my wife, my dog, and the coffee. I'm grateful every day. Now, by the way, that's okay. I'm not knocking it. But he said, but I challenged him. I said, I want you to change it and do something new. And we were on our call the other day, and he said, you know what? He says, my mind's shifting. He realized I'd been settling. Now, I'm telling you, he, you get to know yourself incredibly well when you start connecting pen to paper, talking about gratitude. So here's what I want you to do. I want you, if you're having trouble, because I, I can tell you, I've had some people say, I, I just don't get this gratitude thing. If you're having trouble coming up with three new things, then I want you to pick one thing that you're incredibly grateful for. Could be a relationship. I, I'd recommend that. Start with a relationship that you're incredibly grateful for, and I want you to write down three things that you're grateful for out of that relationship. I want you to get specific. Because the dividends of gratitude are going to come in the details of how deep you go with being grateful. So take a second. If you're having trouble with gratitude, I want you to take it. If you just get 1% better, Jason Womack did when he's talking. He said, just get 1% better at something. If you just get 1% better at gratitude, it will have a significant impact over time. Because here's the deal, gratitude, just do it three, three, thing, three new things every day for 21 days. Guess what happens to your happiness, up or down? Up significantly. For how long? You've heard me talk before. It's six months. Actually, you may have seen Sean's video. Guys, I, to me, when I can do something for a short period of time and get lasting benefits, ooh, that's when you can build momentum. So. Just 21 days and you get six months worth of benefit. So what happens if you make it a habit? By the way, the one thing, I think they say 66 days to make a habit. It's not 21 days. Um, but 21 days will have an impact. It'll improve your happiness baseline. Okay, so that's the three. Two things. Write down two affirmations. Okay, now I want to be really clear. We talked about the vision story. And again, I don't have time to cover that today, but we've covered it. Show up again because we're going to talk about it because it works. I promise you we cover all this material. Just keep showing up every month. We're going to cover this material. We'll cycle through it. 
But the vision story is incredibly powerful. But what the affirmation should be pulling your future self into the present. So take a look at what you want to be known for and put that in the present tense. I am, and then start with the two words, I am. I am, and then fill in the blank. And I would encourage you to think bigger, bolder than what you typically think. Stretch your comfort zone emotionally about what you can achieve. All right, and then the one, I've been involved, you've heard me talk about mastermind groups, and um, every week when we start our mastermind group, um, I say big wins. And guess what? How many people have a big win they want to share right away? Anybody got one? Anybody got a big win? See what happens? Okay, you do this for 21 days. 3-2-1 challenge for 21 days. If somebody asks you what a big win is, you got 21 of them. I'm telling you, this is one of the things they talk about in positive psychology. We view success as a constantly moving target. We, we view success as a, because here's what happens. We hit a sales goal, guess what we do? We should have done more. Here's what I'm telling you, celebrate your wins. It is a huge psychological thing. If you don't take time to celebrate your wins, you're just going to continue moving success down the road. And if you don't accomplish any success, what happens to your mental state and your ability to be influential with your clients, with your family, with your friends, with your, with your, your network? You end up in a either positive, neutral, or negative mindset. And when you keep moving your wins out, it takes away from your positive mindset, may even convert it to neutral or negative. So the point that I'm trying to say is take some time in journaling with 3-2-1. So quick question for you. Is that exercise helpful for you? Right, all right, so now, here's, a, here's some accountability. How many of you are up for 21 days? Put it in, all right, anybody? All right, raise them, if you're gonna do it, raise, be proud. All right, 21 days, do me a favor. I'm telling you, I think this one exercise alone, and there's more. You, some of you will add some other things to your habit stack. If you're gonna put that 15 minutes worth of reading in there, I love that. Whatever your habit stack is, form one that makes you better over the long haul. This one, I don't think is the better one that you can start with. And I'll give you a quick story. As specifically, it relates to gratitude. This event started seven years ago. And I've shared this, and my wife knows about it, but I came home one day. I came home one day after an event like this. And by the way, we were talking about a book called Seven Levels of Communication. How to go from referrals to relationships. Awesome book. Probably going to put it back in the playlist next year. So I go home. Guess what? I'm bragging about my successes. I felt pretty good because we had like one more person show up than the previous month. I don't, it was pretty early on, actually. So, but I looked at her and I said, hey, we're teaching people about relationships and how to build their business through relationships. And some of you have heard me tell this story, but um, and I, I love my wife. Um, and I love her for this. I'm grateful for her bluntness. I wasn't then, I am now. She looked at me and she says, I'm glad things are going well there on this relationship thing, Brian, but it ain't so great here. Now, she loved me. She wasn't leaving me. We're still happily married. We'll celebrate 26 years of mostly marital bliss <laughs> next week. So, um, but thank her. She had the patience. Here's my point. I say this because that gratitude, somebody planted that seed in my head. And I started writing down one thing I was grateful for her every day. 
had to be new, had to be different. It could be the way she smiled, could be something she said, could be the way she parented our kids, could be the strength that she had in a difficult situation. But I'm just telling you, it, it has deepened our relationship, and I'm not bragging, well, I am bragging a little bit, I'm, she's awesome. But I'm telling you, your EQ will grow. And your EQ, your emotional intelligence is going to be more important than anything going into the future. It's going to be more important than how smart you are, and it's going to be more important than how much technology you know how to use or not use. So I'm going to encourage you to dive into this one. So love to hear. Um, that could be your success story. When whoever opens next month and said, who's got a big win? You should have about 21, at least 21 days worth of, uh, worth of journaling. So, all right. But I want to tie this into the success ladder. How are we doing on time? All right. Guys, I'm going to get into a couple things. And um, we talked about success. And there's really, um, there's really three reciprocity styles. Some of you have heard this. This is from a book by the, uh, called Give and Take. Adam Grant. Yes, we're book readers at this event, so if you haven't noticed, um, we'll try to give you the highlights. Just show up a month. You don't, if you don't want to be a reader, which I don't, I'd encourage you to be one, but if you don't, just come get the highlights from the people that are presenting. It's really a way to curate good stuff. All right, three reciprocity styles, givers, takers, matchers. Reciprocity style, pretty simple, right? Givers do what? Give. Now, this can be different social settings. It can be business work. Um, for the sake of the exercise, let's use business. Givers give, matchers do what? They match. And what do takers do? They suck the oxygen out of the room. They just want to take without, uh, without the expectation of giving anything in return. Adam found that that was the, the levels that they accomplished on the success ladder. Now, by the way, this is his science, not mine. But what he found is in, in his studies, and by the way, he, he, he measured the sales profession. And what he found is, is that there was another category of, 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 of there was another reciprocity style that showed up at the top of the success ladder, even above this. And it was givers again. Guys, this room is about giving. Some of us, not home. All right, so the point that I'm trying to make here is, is that if you are here and you want to, do, and you want to be in a referral-based business, it's about giving. We know that. Don't we? I mean, it's pretty common sense. We hear it. There's organizations out there that talk about givers gain. Awesome. Been a part of them in the past. But the problem is putting it into application. Because there's a difference. You can be a giver, and here's what happens. You show up, and, you show up, and if you don't know how to give, if you don't know how to run your business, what happens? What happens, what happens to that mental state? Does it stay positive? Does it stay neutral? Or does it go negative? We have bills. That's what this room is about. It's about growing as a giver with some successful business practices. Well, there you have it. Another Mastermind Project podcast. We want to thank you for being here and investing in yourself. Uh, that's the key to growth because we know that growth doesn't happen accidentally. It happens intentionally. So thank you for investing in yourself. We hope that you found something here useful. As a matter of fact, it's our desire that you've heard something from this podcast that would make a difference if you implement it in your business. And we know that success favors the speed of implementation. Take a note, take action on something that you've learned here. It'll make a difference. We'd love to hear about it. So, and you can also join us and tell us a little bit about it at our next live event. And you can register for that at www.briankmcrae.com. 
www.briankmccray.com. We've got our mastermind event scheduled there and you can join us virtually uh, at our next event on the third Thursday of the month. So for this time and until next time, study things that matter, practice things that matter, and teach things that matter to people who care. Appreciate you.